0: On this episode of Quantum Week, September 11th through 17th, 1983. Quantum Week. Quantum Week. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year and talk about movies, music, headlines, stories. Um, we're in September, uh, September 1983 our patreon show with mr mom and sweet dreams yes by the earth yes um yeah should we get into mr mom or did you have any prefaces no
1: thank you patrons and uh, let's talk some mr mom yeah um oh actually no i do have something no uh, i do have something i, want to I say was loaded before. up and ready to go holding you back here <laughs> okay thank you i uh, don't forget uh less than a week six days from now we're doing our movie rewatch for our patrons um you can uh, we're going to talk about uh it's beverly hills ninja with chris Farley. Uh, and it's going to be Saturday night. Uh, was it 27th of March. Yeah. At eight o'clock at night. Is that a spade joint too? Is he in it with him? I don't believe so. Cause he just did Tommy. He did. They did two together, right? They did the, a Tommy boy. Black, and sheep. Black sheep. Right. Uh, both would be directed by Penelope spheres. I think this is the only one that wasn't. So yeah, we'll talk all about that stuff and Chris Farley and stuff uh, on the next, uh, on that movie rewatch. Um, so uh, yeah, I think it's going to work the same as last time. You'll get an email with the link. And then join us and same kind of thing. Like we'll talk through Hills danger, but we can talk other quantum week stuff too, if you guys want and just kind of shoot the shit and have a fun time. Just kind of shitting on a bad movie.
0: Yeah. Speaking of, um, so this is, uh, I, I don't think it's trash, but I don't no, think it's, it's very good. It's probably maybe a D plus C minus is kind of, maybe C minus is probably fair. There's a lot of problems with this movie.
1: Yeah, there are. Uh, yeah, this movie is, it's a shame. This, there are few comedies that will be left me more frustrated than yeah. this one, yeah. uh, they had a great premise. They had a great cast uh, and they fucked it up. It became a, it became a sitcom um, first act and second act are, are fairly strong. The third act is so weak. It completely brings the whole movie down. There's a lot like,
0: why do you have to go to things that are completely unbelievable and stupid things like the vacuum cleaner coming to attack you? Like, no, I don't mind that. Uh, but I just, but it's done, it was done such a poor way. Like yeah, you're going to get out of the way of that thing. It's that's pretty bad dumb.
1: directing, but, uh, b- but I, I actually don't mind that. I don't mind the domestic stuff. I think that's fun. I think the infidelity stuff, especially on, yeah, that's on the Michael Keaton side is yeah. really weak. The Angelian, that whole right. cell plot is awful. Uh, and I don't like how it just, it becomes silly and goofy at the end where you have like these like wacky, you know, repair men and they're all in the house at the end of the movie together. Yeah, there's no reason. There's, they, no, re- it, there's it, no reason you'd
0: have them all there the, like once, and then why do we have to do it a second time?
1: I mean, here's, here's the movie I wanted to see is because Michael Keaton's great in this. He's he really good. Yeah. He's really elevating above the, the material. And it would have been great to have a comedy about a dad that lost his job. Yeah which you know, i lost my job back in uh in april so this a lot of stuff is really relatable for me sure yeah um, you're actually living
0: a more domestic life right because you're doing chores yeah. around
1: the house and stuff yeah like uh, the plan is always kind of for me to be the mr mom yeah. like if we end up having a kid then i'm gonna be a stay-at-home dad right like laura does well and and um that's kind of the i don't mind doing the domestic stuff uh laura is i think uh, you know and it just kind of fits both of our our strong suits sure um and that's kind of the life we had planned for but it didn't we didn't expect it to happen kind of this abruptly so it was like oh wow it's kind of a shock so you do kind of go through some some things it's you know sort of <laughs> depression or whatever and you kind of bummed out you're kind of like in shock uh and it's the same kind of thing where like it wasn't like i did anything wrong it was a group it was like uh, i got furloughed just like he did yep. initially yep um so it was like oh wow i can really understand i can really relate to this guy and um i would like to see a movie where you have the guy become you know realize he has to become like this kind of more domestic, uh, person in the family and then have the wife go back to work, which is her own struggle and have, and have, and now she's away from her kids more. Yep. Maybe it's some, and that could be the movie. That's all you need. That's all you need. You don't need to have
0: the infidelity. shit. the
1: infidelity. So now the Martin, the infidelity stuff, you know, kind of makes a little more sense. It does. I and mean, yeah, all the does. stuff we've learned yep. about like me too and right. stuff, it yep. actually holds up really well. It does. Um, cause we you know we've learned, I mean, I think we always, you guys can be kind of creepy, but we, I don't think. I don't. Know, but I don't want to speak for you, but I know for myself. I didn't. I, I probably didn't realize how prevalent it was. Um, I. I mean, I. You always kind of see girls get kind of hit on, but you don't realize maybe how so, some guys take it way too far behind closed doors. Yeah, yeah, and that was.
0: I mean, but even in the even in the workplace, I, if that's how it was in the '80s, that that was that was pretty far. Like, oh, you're looking great to, Like all these like weird comments. I mean, it you just seemed creepy.
1: I heard. I mean, I've been in the workforce. I see. Oh, twenty years now. Yeah, sure. You know, and uh, when I first got in the workforce, I did hear a lot more of that. Not to me, but yeah, the older the older guys, the older guard would say it to the younger girl, younger women in the workplace. You would hear a lot of that, like oh, that I I, you know hear stuff like oh, that shirt's really you know fit your form or kind of like weird. But like you know, but I'm not excusing it. But that was just that generation. It was just kind of. But I never saw anyone like cornered or anyone like break into someone's hotel room, right? That stuff. But but you know, from what we've learned, that stuff does happen, and it happens. It ha- or at least it did happen. Hopefully it doesn't happen as much anymore, but it did happen pretty regularly.
0: <laughs> it was really good to see, um, you know, Carol and Terry, who was her? Terry Gar? Gar. Gar's Terry character. Gar was she was like super strong too there too and knocked him out. I mean, yeah. that was a, that was like a nice thing to see.
1: Terry Gar, really good actor. She was nominated she for Academy Award for That's Tootsie. Right. Yeah. Um, this is kind of peak Terry Gar. She was also in Young Frankenstein. She's had quite a career. She's really cool. I, I'm probably more familiar th- with her than you are because um, I was a big Glitterman fan growing up in the eighties. And she was like a regular, so was Michael Keaton actually, both regular guests on the show Yeah, because they're both really smart and funny and could just yeah. go off the cuff. And she'd be, you know, she started off as a, a, doing comedy. She was a, um, a variety player in sunny and Cher show. Mm. So like that, she starts off as kind of like, like, I, this sounds cruel. I don't mean to sound like a minorly Goldie Hawn, like Goldie Hawn, of course in the laughing, but that's kind of how she was pigeonholed. Uh, sure. But she's a better actress than Goldie Hawn. Yes. I think, yep. I think Terry Garr, actually you could make an argument. Terry Garr has had, Potentially a better career. Probably I probably lose that argument, but you could at least—they're not as far apart as you might think. Uh, Terry Garr then uh, did develop MS, uh, and she's been pretty early on. Yeah, I think she's in her mid-fifties. Right, she, she, she's been really incapacitated for almost this entire century. So yeah, so she had
0: aneurysm too, I think. Yeah, yeah right, she's had some yeah. real health problems. Right, but
1: uh, she wrote a book uh, uh, ten, so years, years ago. I haven't read it, uh, but she's very funny. I was trying to read the book. She's she's. She's great. Anytime you see her pop up, it's always kind of a, a welcome uh, treat. If you didn't expect her to be in the movie, uh, because she's really talented, really fun. There's not a lot for her to do here, though. No, but when she's, she's there, wasted.
0: but when yes, yeah, she is. But when she's there, she is good. She is good. And
1: actually, and so right.
0: So you think that this is a, there's a lot of wasted talent here because you huge was waste talent. Right. You have the two lead actors here yes. are great,
1: but you also have Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd who's wasted. Totally wasted. Why what the fuck is he doing there? Michael Keaton play cards with all these housewives when you could have them in real life, and I can speak from experience. What you do is you commiserate with your other buddies yeah. who are in the same spot who just got laid off, too. Right. So you're calling them, you text them. They're also probably domesticated. Maybe they're having their own Mr. Mom issues. That's exactly. who you're playing poker with. Yeah. You're not going to hang out with your housewives. Like no. I mean, not to. Like, I understand what they were trying but, to do. they was just not be, your
0: peer group. You don't have the same experiences.
1: And just. And I, obviously, it's easy to say now in 2021 20, that it is in 1983. But just because you are staying at home doesn't mean you become a woman. No. You know, like, that's there's a two. Now, I understand, and this movie actually does deal with it more delicately than other movies would at this time. Oh, yeah, this held up, that's, yes, to its credit, it held up in that way, too. It did, yeah. yeah it wasn't, like, really, I mean, it wasn't, like, over-the-top insulting or No, it stuff. was
0: mostly, like, him just being a fuck-up. Yeah. Because he didn't know what to do.
1: And, like, Roger Ebert wrote a really good review. I definitely recommend reading that. Uh, you go to RogerEbert.com. He has a great database of all his reviews. We talk about it all the time in this show. I know, but his Mr. Mom one is really on point. He gave the movie two stars, which is about what I give it. Um, I'm going to give it, I'm g- going to give it a C. I think C minus. I'm going to give it a C, but I'm not going to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I, it could be a C. Plus. It's the thing is like, <sighs> Keaton is really good. He's
0: really good. Like this scene where he's talking to his little kid, trying to get the blanket away from yes, him. And he that's said,
1: great. And Let's it, have more scenes like that. that
0: it, it's very heartfelt. And it's funny too. He says, you know, sooner or later, strong out on, but on like, bed sheets or something. Right. He's right? Comparing, like it's super funny. He's comparing security to drugs. It's really drugs. Yeah, it's, re- it's, re- it's, it's, it's a
1: great parallel. And the even, kid is
0: addicted to it. And even the scene like right before there when they're standing in front of the fireplace and the little kid like looks down at his blanket and then yeah. looks up at, at, at Keaton because you know it, Keaton the, throws whole, his shirt in there. Right.
1: And that's all oh, that's what he likes. So yeah. you know it's
0: it's really touching that five minutes was like, oh man, this is it great It was good. Why yeah. not have
1: more domestic there's so yes. much there's so much uh, stuff to mine at domestic stuff. But yes. back to Christopher White. Right. So Christopher White is one of his co workers. He is in the first half of the first act of this movie. You never see him again. No. And I know this is before Christopher Lloyd that you might know from back to the future. But if you're older, you remember he was in taxi from 78 to 82. Exactly. He just got off taxi. Yeah. He's really funny in taxi. Yes. Like this, you know, it's not like he's like some, you didn't know that he was funny. Like you knew that he was funny. He's on your TV every Friday night for five years, whatever. So like, you know that he's a really talented guy. They come just a waste. I, I don't, I honestly, I can't speak of too many more examples of someone being wasted than Christopher Ward, Mr. Mom. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a complete punt. It's right. wild. Yeah. Um, I mean, even Tambor too, like
0: what the? I mean, he's, he's got a little bit more, but he's also a comedic actor. Like he can handle himself in a
1: film. And, and what he also doesn't seem to have a problem. And we know from rest of development, obviously and other stuff, but he doesn't seem to have a problem with being kind of a scummy asshole. No, and like, he doesn't. So he can be a sleazy boss why? Although I really wish, though, once he loses his job, that part of his yes, journey been retired, should be retired Gone. We don't need it. Yeah, they come back to his house. like, yeah, it's a fairy tale ending. But the fairy tale should be him just being comfortable being domesticated. Exactly. That's enough. Yes. It, being being fulfilled in what you do is enough. You don't need to have the the storybook ending because that's that's a storybook enough. Like I'm much. I'm realizing in my journey in in the last uh, year uh, that I'm much happier doing being more domesticated than i was at the job i had the job i had was very high pressure it was i was working in signage and uh it was for a lot of event signage so yeah yeah you know you know they have a sponsor for this homestand you don't get it out on time that sponsor spent you know that tens of thousands of dollars that now it's no good i mean they didn't get their signage. now that's that's what they paid for so you know you and it was that was it was something like that like a piece of vinyl like that times a thousand and That was my week right so every week you know i'm on my shop making sure i get. and it was just it was like i would get really especially like right before baseball season started right before hockey season started i was getting in some college sports one of my accounts was a major college uh big time university one of the biggest women pop basketball programs in the country to go to ncaa march madness yeah you don't have the right banners for them
0: that's a fucking problem
1: yeah and like the coaches yeah. and you like any these coaches you know who these people are right like you, they've been on the cover of si a million times you know they're known for being aggressive yes so they're biting the <laughs> yeah. head yeah. off the si who's now biting my head off right because i might you know they might have sent me artwork that had one word spelled wrong and we didn't catch it so it's like mm. and to deal with that and it sounds like a small thing but that was my like every day and and it was just like that didn't really make me happy i got no, it for a no, while, it doesn't. like no. it doesn't really leave that fulfilled no
0: because even when you complete it i guess what do you have left yes i got this guy assigned i, I make some money but yeah but but is it really fulfilling? Yeah. It's more fulfilling to like do something for that you know is going to help you and the person you love. I mean, money does that too, but like in a more tangible way. At well, home, I feel that. Of course, yeah. And
1: obviously, everyone's situation. I'm very lucky in my situation where we are more covered financially, probably than most people are. Uh, and we just we don't have kids. We, we you know, Laura and I both we pretty modest lives. We don't have like fancy cars yeah, or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So it's not a lot of debt either. So right. we don't. It's not really. We don't have the same financial pressures that I've had earlier in my life, my early twenties. So I get it. I mean, sometimes just having that job is film enough. Like a movie like Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, of course. Just that guy having the job—that's yeah, the win. I can
0: provide for my kid. This but is this is the way.
1: This yeah. movie is much more like my life, where they didn't seem to be a lot of financial stresses with this couple. No, but I mean they did the job right away. They had three kids, but she got the job right away, and they didn't—they never really brought up money again.
0: No, they didn't. They didn't. No, the end of this movie is a fucking cop out. Where oh, they both the, kind of the get worst a job? Like, oh, maybe they both get jobs, no. or maybe like it was like fucking resolve ruin do the something it, it was a complete ruin yeah it, it really I,
1: and i'm gonna give this movie a thumbs down i can't recommend it no and i i can't recommend it because of that third act especially you know because of two things primarily but um you have the uh the cop at the end yep which everyone kind of like right she's working three days a week he gets his job back it doesn't make any like, sense what's no and then the other thing is the uh that inf- the infidelity storyline which takes this weird left turn to be a soap opera i know they've kind of Making fun of soap operas, but they are—they do it in a weird, elongated way. It doesn't work. I didn't actually know he was in a dream state at first either. Oh, I, I realized right I know
0: I—I I should have got been yeah. cued because of the uh, whatever the General Hospital theme in the background yeah. or something, but it didn't—it didn't. The make second s- she
1: shows up and like, well, that yeah,
0: but then I mean, right. right? It took a little bit to all kick right, yeah. in for me. That's all I'm saying. Like, it wasn't a clean. But move. even when
1: you realize it, it keeps going, for like it does way beats. too long. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Why hey. would you even?
0: I don't understand why you would even. Uh, it, it, that sucked and then also what sucked is when fucking Tambor's trying to get him to come in and say that that made no sense like the script was a piece of shit in the scene. So you've got a situation where um you know Tambor is some sort of sleazy guy uh and has to like cut costs, lays off a bunch of people in terms of, and and including Keaton. And Tambor wants so the production quality goes down, the money goes down or whatever, the business is failing. His business is failing. right? And he's bringing these people that he fired back to take the heat for it. But like, it, it makes make no sense, sense because no. they left numbers go down. They left. Right. Like Why, well, you can't blame them. You They're can't gone. blame them. Yeah, and then, sense. and then fucking um, Keaton's characters retort is, it's kind of like, I have my honor type of thing. It's like, no, the your retort is the numbers went down after I left. He does say that at one point. Does he say that? Yeah, he's and like, I didn't remember he, he can't
1: blame me. I'm not even with me here.
0: Yeah, he actually that's the first thing he says, but that's what he should have just left with. But then he starts going about his honor and said yeah, it's stupid.
1: It was very strange. That uh, whole thing made no so sense. So the script uh for we'll us with the director first kinda goes that pretty quick. Stan, oh, yeah, Stan yeah. Grody. Yeah. Uh not a, a big name director by any means. Man um, with one red shoe. With Tom Hanks. <laughs> he yeah, he did some clunky stuff. Uh it, this movie is pretty poorly directed. Um, but the bigger problem in this movie really lies with the script and that was written by John Hughes. Yes. So, here's the deal with this. So this is not John Hughes' fault. So uh, th- I guess it was the original version of the script that I imagine was quite good. Uh, meanwhile, if you are alive at this time, this very week, and it's almost a movie we covered. Mm. He had two movies open, uh, basically the same back to back weeks. Uh, this movie and, and Ashton Poon's vacation. Oh, that's right. Which he has so uh, screen credit on, on both. Um, which is very rare though, that that would, would happen. Um, But uh, this movie was kicked around a lot. So he wrote this. Uh, It got, it was originally going to be a TV movie. And was, they, then they want to make it a, like a TV show. And then it got bounced around more. And then other people came in to kind of retour for a TV and they, then they made mm-hmm. it a feature. But by then it had gone, it had been, I think changed over so many times and had all these television sitcom beats to it. Yeah. You, you can feel them when you're watching it. That like, so some parts of the movie, like the, that first act feels very organic or he just wakes up in the morning and he's like with his family and it feels very normal and natural. And then like the next few beats are, uh, you know, growing this weird sitcom where like and Jillian's hitting on him in a supermarket and yeah, like, yeah, it doesn't make yeah. any sense. It doesn't. And or he's, he can't even know how to work like a washing machine. It's like, oh, well, that's not. You're,
0: he's a fucking engineer. He doesn't yeah. know two twenty 220 or two He twenty one. Doesn't get that. He doesn't know how to. Uh, he doesn't know how to work the washing machine. Doesn't he thinks that putting
1: multiple uh, soaps and detergents yeah, together and makes spray sense? And spray and spray. It's stupid. It's sitcom beats because uh, you don't need to really justify them. Um. So I think I don't blame that on now. Obviously, I don't know. The, I don't. Maybe that was the original script. I just know John Hughes writing. I know kind of the beats that he does. I mean, we've all watched so many John Hughes movies, whether yeah. it even be home alone or whether it be breakfast club, first few of day off, right. pretty yeah. pink, 16 mean, yeah, can mean, yeah, go through the list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but even vacation is time. Vacation is a much he- kind of heavier edge to it. Oh, um, yeah. and those comedic beats feel much differently than this one does. And this one feels like a bunch of screenwriter, uh, TV guys. Another hint that it's a TV. Then the very first credit you see on the screen is Aaron spelling production, yeah, that which is, sure, is a right, tell yeah. you're in for a bad movie. <laughs> yes. Aaron spelling, of course, uh, two and yeah.
0: place. Yes. Yeah. Um, um Long time TV producer.
1: Yes, and that's what. He, and he was good at you know. Wasn't, oh, I made a shit
0: ton of hit hit shows. Right,
1: wasn't my cup of tea. He did Dynasty too, right? Oh, I he uh, yeah. I think that's what he was doing at this time. Um, but he wasn't really my cup of tea. Uh, His shows are are not really. I didn't really. I didn't really. I mean, I watched I know, sort of out of just cultural necessity, but yeah, I, sure. I didn't really. You know, I really like it. No, it wasn't. Um, wasn't
0: good. No a soap opera for teens. Yeah, yeah. And
1: that's, what, that's what spelling does. It's spelling for that time, eighties, nineties, you know, early two thousands. He was good at making soap operas. Yep. He did that show Charmed, which I'd ran oh, for yeah, a that's long right. time too.
0: Yeah. 10 years, I think charmed. Yeah. yeah forever. So I mean, You know,
1: yeah, the guy had, had a golden touch with TV, but with the movies, it's a different animal. Um, so, uh, when they sold it over from being a TV movie to a TV show to actual feature film, mm. spelling still had some ownership in it. Uh, and the movie made money. It was a big hit. I mean, we're talking oh, about it. Was, you know, yeah. What, yeah. Yeah. 60 four, million or something 40 years later. So, um you know it was a it, it, it's it's still i mean they just did it um a couple of years ago they, they did a reboot tv show of did it, they really? last year they did it right like, yeah. Uh, yeah so i mean like because i think the theme holds strong like dad becomes domesticated like right you can do a lot with that unfortunately this movie didn't really do enough with it no so this did as well as risky business yeah i mean uh, yeah, and both movies probably were a bit of a surprise at the time. I would imagine Risky Business, risky business more so. Sure. Because this does have Terry Garnett. It does have like Martin Mole. I know that the name might not mean a ton no, but now in the younger ADC, audiences, yeah, but yeah, in that time, he was, uh, uh, you know, uh, Michael Keaton was coming off Night Shift. He's kind of a, I mean, then again, Tom Cruise, I guess, coming off, you know, taps and uh, outsiders and stuff. But sure, I, yeah. I guess I imagine both were somewhat surprises. I'm guessing Risky Business much more so, though.
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. plus this is
1: an easy movie to sell. It really it's, is. It's in the and title. I mean, you can't, I mean, great title.
0: Yep. It's a great idea. It's and a great concept. Can see it. Everybody can see it. Yeah. yeah. I said too, right. Um, this must've been an HBO thing for me. I know I saw it.
1: It was on a, a sure. ton HBO. Yeah. Right. Um, I actually remember, I think I liked it more as a kid. I was a little boy than I yeah. did, uh, you know, uh, I, so the vacuum is a great example of like, I think there's something, I know you, you kind of your really eyes at stupid. it. It just wasn't directed well. Like, I, I think the idea, the premise is funny. Like this like kind of appliance that's kind of threatening. Everyone, the kids are kind of afraid of and then you're kind of just bored at home and you kind of lose your mind and you get kind of afraid of it too. That, that's, I get that.
0: I mean, I like the whole idea of the chaos scene. I mean, yes. that, that fucking montage happens where you I got the washing machine get all that stuff. Scene. I don't. Because he also, on purpose, knocks the beans off the fucking stove, which, like, that's what he looks, he looks down at the fucking beans, knocks it off the stove, because the stove is, like, catching on fire right. or whatever. And then, of course, the kid is going to get into it and get it all over his face. Right. You, you well, fed he, the kid yeah, ch- the beans, yeah. Yeah. And he had crazy shit. So that's, right. that's funny. <laughs> right. Uh, no, yeah, I, but, like, but don't it, don't looks on, it was so bad. It actually did anything... Did I miss it? Did something happen with the washing machine? Did it actually end up exploding or something? No,
1: the, uh, it kicked out and then the hoses came out. Oh, of Oh, that's what it was. he
0: Which was stupid. Yeah, Kung fu through the hoses. I don't
1: mind. I don't mind the domestic. I, I really look at the domestic stuff I passed. That's what I wanted to see a lot more of. The stuff like where he's playing poker with coupons with a bunch of, or he goes to a strip club. Like, I, I don't know what they're doing. They actually handle that pretty well, though. That's he, another one that they handled well. It really well. held up really yeah, well. He yeah, didn't say yeah. anything really, I mean, Nothing at all.
0: Yeah, he was but just embarrassed. Was he there? Insensitive. I, yeah, it was dumb. Like, the idea
1: like Housewives are wild. That, that's that's a, I understand, it's like, a different movie anyway.
0: Though. I do understand kind of like, oh, it's interesting because now he's fitting into a new clan of people. You know what I mean? Like a, a new cohort almost. Sure. But well, that's kind of interesting, but I don't know.
1: I just don't. I, I. It just felt very like stereotypical humor, which I know. I guess you know you, this whole movie is going against stereotypes. So I guess you have to have those stereotypes to go against. I guess so. But on the same token, it was just it wasn't clever. It was. It was just trying to be like look at the like play the opposite game. It was just it was it was too much, and it just doesn't work. I just I was just I was left really disappointed with the movie. Actually, I'm like oh I I expected yeah, it was it, disappointing. I expected it to be better than it was, and um, risky business was was a little better than I thought it was going to be than I remembered. Um, and this was worse. This was worse. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: another thing that pissed me off. Did it again, Maddie. This is, that, that does piss me off. I'm going to have to fucking cut that shit out again. I don't understand why every this happens. Time. Not every time. I set it up last time. I was No, right.
1: that's true. Every, no, every time you don't test. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, yeah. Every time I don't. T- exactly. Yeah. Roadcaster output. Here we go. This pissed me off. Oh, I didn't mind that. <sighs> Not that one. That's the real one.
1: Oh, the rights. They do the same thing with Rocky, too. They what? They do the same thing with Rocky, too. Gonna fly now? the same with the Jaws theme. Those aren't the real themes. I
0: thought they uh, grabbed Rocky.
1: It sounded like a different version of Gonna Fly Now.
0: That sounded right to me. Tell sounded- me no, what, that was Rocky. I'll tell you why. But this is such a fucking terrible knockoff. Jaws was too, though. The vacuum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that was yeah, off. That was a, yeah. Rocky guy, was I, correct because they they um, they credit Conti in. Oh really? Uh, yeah, do. That was oh, that okay. was Rocky. But that oh. was this the Chariots of Fire, and people would probably think it's cheesy. But I really love Vangelis. Uh He's the composer. He also did Blade Runner. He's, he does all like the moody synth shit. Right. He's really talented. Yeah. And Chariots of Fire Fire is actually a really pretty song. Like it's really pretty. Yeah. And to see that during the fucking yeah, sports, you know going no. For, though. I mean, I mean, yeah. But don't fucking. it. Yeah, don't. Don't have to rip it off. Like, just make a. It doesn't have to be a direct rip off. That is so close. It is so close that it it, it pissed me off. I, I was like, I can't see this. I can't do this. Oh, no, I, I didn't. I had a fast. Right? That was. That was. I had a fast forward. You didn't fast. Oh, you can't We didn't even, even do that. uh
1: <laughs> No, that was fine. It's I, not. I I, I. I mean, whatever. You're- it's
0: not. Like, don't do it that close. Don't because that is a. That was a rip off. Like that is. That's a
1: rip off. It's so close. Well, that's you're trying to rip it off though. It's the going I know. I'm I mean, what you're upset about. I, I'm missing the, no,
0: they were spoofing chariots of fire. Right.
1: <sighs> then they
0: did a shitty job. Why? Cause it sounds stupid. But like they, it just sounds like a, it doesn't sound like a spoof. It doesn't sound like a parody. It sounds. They're trying to get as close as possible without having to, I guess,
1: have the rights. Like, I know, but dude.
0: then that's not a parody. Then that's just like, Hey, we're, we're fucking, you know, we don't want to pay. We're lazy or cheap or just or cheap for- right, right which i cheap. yeah and i think that's bullshit i mean yeah you I, mean, do I, mean, do I didn't seem to bother you as much so i
1: don't understand
0: i don't think it was the same it
1: what it was the, it was jaws for the vacuum cleaner
0: i'd have to listen to it because it didn't it didn't strike me the same way i didn't get that jaws theme is a half step like that's iconic it comes to me right away so i i didn't catch that with uh with with it
1: but i'll i'll, I'll check it out i'll listen i guess it. if you yeah. want to go back and listen to a, a jaws well you're telling me so i want to yeah. i want to maybe i missed it yeah i mean it was the same thing. I mean, they're just going for a cheap laugh i mean it's fine it's, oh, you know they're yeah, trying to they're trying to show the 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 drama of this athletic competition and, and they're running around doing silly stuff i mean it was yeah but it's not witty the way they no, did that it's not it's, clever at all i mean it's i mean the whole I mean the whole thing of them running around this crazy opso course isn't very clever or witty. I actually, did like that they were uh, wearing the the, uh, the footy fins there. The flippers. The flippers. That yeah. was a good reveal. That was fun. Um, went on a little long. Well, yeah, many yeah, it did. It,
0: mm-hmm. it did.
1: Yeah, it. it, it, it was. Um, I give the movie credit. Was a movie's only ninety one minutes. That's nice. <laughs>
0: <Good>. that's nice. <laughs> that's fine. That's, that's a high praise.
1: Only ninety one minutes. I like it.
0: Okay, a well, movie's efficient. Oh yeah. it gets points for me. I agree. If um, it, if that thing were two hours, this would have been. uh been rough. This would
1: have might have been trash. Like we were we were, we would have we would have crossed yeah, that line. Two was, hours of that. Yeah, maybe I, w- I wasn't close to trashness, but uh, it's no. not good. I can't recommend. It. Two, thum- uh, two thumbs down. Two thumbs Down. Yeah, I mean, what are we it, doing with uh, the other one we saw? What, what was it? Oh, uh, oh, risky business. That's a, of course that's thumbs up. Two thumbs up, risky business. Yeah, Jesus. yeah, oh, that's that's
0: a very good no. film.
1: Yeah, very good. B. Tom, Tom Cruise would be excited to hear about that.
0: Should we Should we ask him? Maybe he doesn't give a shit. Like he's in his own little sociopathic. <laughs> world. You think so? You don't think he care? I don't think he no, knows. knows. I don't think he. Uh, oh no, you
1: don't think he knows what we say about him? On the I show? don't know. I just oh, don't wow. think he's aware of
0: anything at all. Probably anything real. He lives in this weird world. Right. Right. I
1: would agree with you. I would Thank agree. you. Yes. Yeah, I'm glad we're agreeing with <laughs> it. Right. Michael
0: Keaton definitely saved. I joke. mean, the act very funny. The <laughs> uh, acting definitely, definitely is what uh, would save this one. But
1: yeah, a really, a really, a really, really, really good performance by Michael Keaton, which you'd expect nothing less. I mean, he, he's been great in so many movies for so long. In fact, we can get into it uh, before we do that. Though
0: fifty cents off a can of tuna. I think tuna right now is a dollar per can. So what was it in '83? Fifty cents what was this free well, fucking was tuna. The most
1: expensive tuna though. How expensive could it well, have been? Well, maybe it was, maybe it was 70 cents right behind the quarter. Jesus. Who knows? Uh, it, was, uh, it was a big deal though. That, you know, like, in the that was a, I just figured it would be, that would be zero, like 50 well, cents that was, the time. I was giving it away, but it sounded like it was, you know, the, I, know tuna, was, I think tuna is the most disgusting in the world. I think it is absolutely fucking horrible. It's not
0: the most disgusting. I'm not a big fish guy, so. I tuna so I much. I, I hate, think,
1: I really, I would, I would pay. What would you pay? I would pay $400 yep. of my own money if it meant tuna like no longer existed. Like, you know what I mean? Like if I never had to encounter tuna the rest of my life uh, and it cost me $400, I would do that. That's not that much. No?
0: Uh, I mean, if you said something like $40,000. Well, that's that's not be...
1: realistic. I'm, I'm trying to be realistic.
0: Like, I, 400 I, is, that that's, like your, that's, that's what it's worth to you, to get rid of it. To
1: get rid of it for all time. I mean, I never, I'm never going to eat it anyway. So now, now I'm just not encountering it. Now I'm again. thinking
0: about it. It's, that's, that's pretty strong. That's pretty strong. 400 is pretty strong. Yeah, it is. I know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah I, I just think it's the most like it's just it's so gross do you like fish
0: in general though no
1: i'm not see i don't eat i do like uh i i like sushi so sushi is um i so sushi doesn't smell no it doesn't and so i don't eat sushi but i love i love japanese food yeah so um it's a really good compromise if someone's like like laura likes like oh i want seafood They're like oh we we'll go we can go to get sushi oh cool so she's happy and i get to have japanese food i'm happy right um but I think like yeah, seafood in general is so gross to me. It's so very weird to be from the Northeast and to not like. Uh, seafood, I know, but sucks. I don't either. I don't either. Um, um,
0: I, yeah, because like even sometimes I'll sometimes some scallops and sometimes uh some of the other crustaceans i don't like i hate lobster i think it's fucking disgusting and i think they look like little spiders i don't want to fucking crush them it's, i hate them it
1: sucks because like when we moved here from new york the first thing we did like every week my dad would go and buy like a lot because he was just so excited yeah. had, like because like, my dad really loved lobster right so he's like oh this is great he's had like really fresh lobster because you know in new york there wasn't it wasn't as fresh as it is here But like i don't like so it sucked for me i'm like i don't i would end up like my mom would like make me a pasta or something some fucking shit. This is this sucks. So like, they're all eating this meal. They're all excited <laughs> about all the like leftovers. Yeah,
0: my 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 mom and grandmother would like like make uh, fucking haddock. Oh, the whitefish haddock. It was, this was so disgusting. I really. A tuna
1: is the nasty. Because people Ugh. like, I'm fine with tuna. People like in the workplace, they think it's like okay to eat. It's not okay. It's not as smelly. But I do like. All, if I, you're eating tuna in the workplace, you're an asshole. I think so. Yeah, I you agree. Really are. You're an asshole. Yeah, That's I it. agree. Like no yeah. one ever thinks they're an asshole. When thinks they're like oh, I'm a nice guy or I'm a nice lady. Like everyone thinks they're like nice. But if you're eating tuna in a workplace, this is a sign you're yeah, an asshole. Smells. Just it like smells. the Blair Witch thing. Like, if you believe Blair Witch happened, like you're dumb. I know you're trying to pick a smarts. fight. I know you're trying
0: to pick a fight, but, but, pick, but just, the no, thing I, is I'm on your
1: side with this no, these one. Are the, no, I'm saying these are the litmus tests I use Oh, in I
0: see. But you didn't call me an ass. No, you said stupid. You didn't say dumb. asshole. I was
1: dumb. dumb and stupid. I just use.
0: It. Yeah, but dumb for tuna fish too? I thought that. No, 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 you're, you're an, asshole. an asshole.
1: So I'm saying you're not an asshole. No, I'm not. But you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying you're not an asshole. But you want,
0: So I don't really like tuna casserole. I'm saying like,
1: I'm asking, I'm saying the, like hot
0: tuna is disgusting.
1: Any tuna. But
0: disgusting. no, like I'll do with a, a tuna salad's okay. Oh, oh gross. Yeah. Oh. You're not a mayo guy, though. You don't like oh, so gross. Yeah, see, I like mayo. Oh, That's so gross. disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But I, I'm not gonna shit on people for like. I'm not gonna say if you like mayo, you're an asshole. I'm saying if you eat. I'm not saying you, man. I'm saying I'm no, talking to the audience. Yeah, I get it. I'm saying you, listener. If you eat tuna in the workplace, you're an asshole. Like you're not. You're you're not a good person. Like you may think you're a good person, but you're <laughs> not because you don't give a fuck. And you know the smells you're eating. You don't well, give a fuck. But sometimes different smells
0: affect different people differently.
1: No, no they no, everyone knows tuna. Everybody stinks. knows you
0: can't nuke fish in the microwave at
1: work. Yeah, everybody knows no, that. I, but it's, I'm it's not a sure. Cliche. But I, but I don't know that everybody knows about the tuna. They do. Well, they do. They, if you listen to this, I know it's Patreon show, so we don't have a ton tunnel But if you do listen and you do that, you're an asshole. Full stop.
0: Give another fucking two-star review on fucking That's Apple. fine. Everyone hates me on the fucking things. Anyway. Yeah, they
1: do. You notice that? They do. <laughs> the time's turn, man. The people that like me, the Kirk Van listeners, everyone else hates me. <laughs> <Everybody> hates <you. laughs> it's like real life. That's fine. Fine. Know, that's fine to me. I'm, I'm uh, of that. Yeah, as
0: you want to talk, to, talk about uh, Michael, Michael Keaton? Michael Keaton! You know don't, what? We
1: both love Michael Keaton, right? I really do, but I was looking
0: at... I, yes, I love Michael Keaton. Okay. But then I'm looking at a lot of the movies he's done, and I'm like, what is... This is like shit. Odd career. A lot of shit. Um, like there's maybe, I don't even think half of his movies are good.
1: Yeah, it wasn't hard putting together a top five because the top five to me are far and beyond the five best. Like there's, I do have three um, honor mentions um, for a variety of reasons. Um, but to me, the top five are, those five are way above the rest. Yeah. And I'll give my honor mentions now. Yeah, sure. Um, the Founder, which is a really. It's a great movie. I really like it. Is that your top I, five?
0: No, uh, it is number
1: five. Okay, let's start the yeah, rounder. Yeah. Um, yeah plays really, Ray Kroc.
0: Uh, plays Ray Kroc,
1: which is a really interesting role because it he doesn't is. play him as a nice guy. No, he doesn't. He actually, but he's not, not a villain. It's no, a he's a really just, complex character. It, yes, he yes, And yes. Keaton leans into it. He does. Uh, he doesn't take any cheap or any easy outs. No. He doesn't try to make him likable. See, Michael Keaton is such a likable actor. It's so it's, it's so easy for him, I think, to be kind of a likable. Not like He's likable, but
0: he's also a smartass.
1: He is. Yeah. It, it works. It works. Which is why he can do comedy and he can do drama. That's why he can, he really is effective in both. And I think that's why people like, I know like uh, Lieutenant Kirk Caffey uh, thinks that him, we've already had this discussion on the show, but thinks him and uh, Tom Hanks are interchangeable. They're not. They're just we've not. We've proven they're not. Yeah. Um, but, yes. but I think someone like Caffey might get confused because he, Keaton is so charismatic and yeah, likable. Yeah, But it's a darker edge way to darker. it. Way darker, yeah. Another by, example of why this, by the way, Mr. Mom would never work with, with Hanks. He was too young. There's no way you would believe Michael Keaton in 1982 has three kids.
0: No. Nah not you not michael keaton you I mean, into Tom Hanks. Hanks. yeah has no three kids there's no young. way yeah he's, um, he's just in bosom buddies like he's not yeah he's, he's like just a like a bachelor party yeah it's like
1: what are we doing um but uh ray Crocto, uh really really interesting movie it's a really i wouldn't say it's a great movie i mean it's a great performance it's a
0: great performance and it's a really, well it's a very good movie it's it is a, really a very intro, good movie it's, yeah. well, I'll say
1: it's, a, it's a it's an incredibly interesting movie. yes it is heavily recommended if you haven't seen it it's probably the one in this on this list it's one of the two that I think in my list, at least that the least people have seen probably. Um, yeah. Uh, now it's going to be my kind of like my kind of movie suggestion is, uh, is that, yeah.
0: If you haven't seen it, it I think it was on Netflix even a little bit yeah, ago. It was I on that HBO sort of
1: max or was on HBO uh, streaming for a while. I don't, or HBO go. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. I don't know if it's on max now, but yeah, if you check it out, if you can, it's, it's really Very interesting. interesting yeah, yeah. Some really interesting performances. Um, Keaton, I mean, he, he probably should have got a nomination. Oh, I think so. Like that was a really good performance. Yeah. I know, that was, I think, it was a strong movie year. But I, uh, he's really good. Uh, my other honor mention: uh, Out of Sight. Uh, he's a really tiny role in it, so I couldn't, mm. I couldn't justify it. What is that? Jennifer Lopez, uh, George oh, Clooney. Yeah, he plays Ray Nicolette. It's the same character from Jackie Brown. Right, right, right. Um, that's right, that's right. That's so, right. but he's only in one scene. So I know I gave the, the best interview movie of all time is one from his cookies Nest. I got some grief for that, <laughs> so I'm trying to avoid that. If if I if Out of Sight was allowed, it would be in my top five, but I'm kind of taking it off for that reason. Uh, my other on-wrenching is Clean and Sober, which is a phenomenal performance by uh, Keaton yeah. in, a, in a weaker movie. I know I've
0: seen I must have seen it like as a kid. It must have been on HBO all it's the time too, I...
1: but I just don't remember
0: it. I, f- I have like memories of him doing a good job, but I, I don't really remember. Really good. It. I couldn't it, put it there because I don't remember. He an
1: addict. He goes to rehab. Yep. Um, it, It's it's a, it's a, it, the movie itself is, is okay. It's good. It's a, it's a really, it's very dark. It's a, it's pretty much a 100% dramatic performance. Keaton, very mm-hmm. little comedy in it, Um, but he's really good. Um, and he really kind of carries that movie and he kind of shows you what he can do from a dramatic perspective. It's, it's really interesting. Um, I have spotlight in my honorable mention. Okay. So number four, we can talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, spotlight, uh, you have honorable mention. Yep. Okay. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a very good movie, borderline great. Uh, I, the only, my only issue with it is the perspective of it. <laughs> it is a little heavy on the journalists uh, yeah, and a little right. less than the victims. Yeah, um, but I think that that's the story they're telling, though. So it's true. You have to give them a little bit of leeway there. What didn't you like about it? I guess. Or is, oh no,
0: I do like about. I do like. I just think that there are five uh, performances that are we talking about best movies? Or are we talking best about movies? Yeah. Well, I don't know that I. Always oh, doing best movies. Are we
1: ever do in this? Show <laughs> Whatever. Is best the movies. It doesn't matter. All of these are good. All right. There's gonna be spotlights. Good. Tell me one of your last thing. I'm gonna end. I guess yelling at you. About. I think there's one that you won't like. Okay. Yeah. Good. I want to yell at you. Uh,
0: I know. I know you're trying to, but I'm so likable today. It's hard to do it.
1: <laughs> really not. <laughs> uh, We're We should know. We should don't eat tuna in public. My uh, <laughs> number five is Batman Returns. Uh, yeah. See, I just, I, I just put Batman together. Yeah, I don't. These are two really different movies to me. Um, Batman Returns is really odd. It's a really unusual movie. It is odd. It's, it's really strange. Uh, some really good performances. I think Keaton is better in this, especially the scenes with Michelle Pfeiffer than he is in. <sighs> Batman, the original Batman. I don't know about that.
0: Really? He's really good
1: in Batman. He's really good, yeah. but I, in Batman Returns, I think he like goes above, because Michelle Pfeiffer is given, it's such a, it's, it's easier, it's a better written role, if you will. The Batman in Batman Returns is a better written role than the Batman and Batman. Um, because you had the Michelle Pfeiffer, it's a, it's a bit more dramatic, heavy lifting, sure. yeah. um, than just kind of reacting to Jack Nicholson being crazy. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's a really, it's, a, it's just one of the strangest things uh, comic book movies you'll ever see uh it's tim burton did a great job directing it uh i uh we'll get into the other bad movie in a bit it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah it's higher That's on my right, list yeah. but uh but Returns is really good I, I really like it yeah uh, which number five we did already which number four birdman oh all right i can't get too mad he's so about good. that yeah i don't like that movie i don't know why he's so good it's not a good movie It um, is. um it's it's not it the the storytelling is is really is it doesn't work for me um I can't get mad at you about it though. Like that's 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 a fine, it's a valid choice. Um, you, What do you like about it? I like the blend of the
0: surreal into the real. Do you not like that part of it? Is that what bothers you? I, think I don't mind that, and uh,
1: he's such a quirky character. I don't mind the bunny is surreal. My mind, my problem with it is, and always comes back to it. And this is, you know, this is, you know my strength or weakness as a critic is, is all the storytelling. Yeah, there's not really a true story there. No. no. Ah!
0: It's, no, it, you can, no, you no can, it deals with themes. It deals with sort of aging and fame and that type of stuff. It tries to be it's, a character study, yeah, but is. I feel
1: like it takes a lot of shortcuts with the surrealism. And I mean, I'd love to cover it for... But the, I also
0: think like he thinks he's this guy. Like I, th- I think he's, he's sort of... That's his reality.
1: It is. So we're doing a character study with a delusional person. That leads to problems. It does. Because we're not really seeing the true character. We're seeing uh, his perceptions, which is... Okay, like say like... Uh, there will be blood. Like mm-hmm. you're getting a character
0: wait,
1: wait, study There will be blood. Yeah, the uh Daniel de Lewis.
0: Oh, there will be blood. I thought you said the movie blood. And I was like, no, what, no, no. what movie blood?
1: Yeah, there will be blood. Go right. Ahead. That's that's like that's like the one of the preeminent like characters, sure. right? Um or even like Black Swan, that has some surrealism. Yeah. Um but I think Black Swan do You had problems
0: with that too. You had problems with some of that too.
1: Yeah, I did some shortcuts. Yeah. Um but um it's still obviously a great movie, though. Yeah, I can't yeah, I yeah. can't knock it too much. But like uh my example with uh, Daniel Lewis, though, is uh, with that role is that you're seeing that character good, bad, and the ugly, right? You're seeing him react to things. You're seeing, but Birdman, you're kind of getting this like weird perspective that's also not accurate. The narrator is so unreliable that it kind of it destroys any semblance of storytelling. Hmm. But that yeah, didn't I, bother me. I mean, I will say uh, most people align with you on this. Uh, most critics, you know, got nominated for Best picture. Did it? I don't think it won. It didn't win. Right? Uh, no, of course not, right? Uh, no. Uh, when was that
0: 2014 so i don't remember what it was. i did i don't think it won okay. i don't think it won oh i gonna make might the screenplay might have
1: won it won something it won something yeah. yeah i mean he was and obviously keaton was not made yeah um number three number three uh, number, uh, number four is spotlight okay so yeah my number three is beetlejuice uh that's my number three oh, all right we covered yeah, up the show right. obviously uh, he's fantastic. phenomenal that's, that's, primed, that's my movie. favorite michael keaton performance
0: Well, so he's got, he's the star, like he's the star. Well, he's not even really a star. He's a star. That. He's so, no,
1: he's not. No. Um, Alec Baldwin is, is, the, is the good actor. I can't, I don't. I mean, G Davis. I, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I just enjoy watching. He's him great. That. Yes. Then, he's great as you know, Beetlejuice. As that's the that character. I like yeah. Yeah. Uh, He does crazy
0: really well. Yes, he does. Yeah. Does he, crazy chaos. Like, yeah, really well. And my number two is Batman. Yeah, so number two for me is Batman.
1: And uh, you're talking about the crazy cast. So the best scene in that movie for Michael Keaton is, he's he's Bruce Wayne, and he's in Vicky Vale, Brian like, him back to his apartment. picks up the... Uh... He's like, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts! <laughs> yes. Uh, that is, picks up the poker. It, but you can see how he does go. And it, that scene's so important because um, you can see how this guy, who's kind of a normal guy, can become like Batman, yeah. right? Like, this guy is, like, a couple... I mean, Jack because Joker kind of makes a lot of references to it, but, like, you're a couple beats away from being me, or a couple beats away from being... A complete psycho, right? And a scene like that, it makes you kind of buy it a little bit. Um, Yeah, I agree. And uh, he sells it really well. He he's really good in that in that movie. That, that movie is one of my favorite. Oh, I can't wait for the day we cover it. Uh, But yeah, uh, which number one? I really is like Batman.
0: I like Batman a lot more than I like Batman Two. I think when I saw it as a kid, I was a little bit I was turned off from Batman Two. Batman, Batman Returns. Returns.
1: Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we can cover both soon. Yeah. Uh, Number well, one is Jackie Brown, Brown, so. Yeah. And uh,
0: actually, and that's that's the what I'm torn. I love his character there so much. So I just great. love this great cocky walk. So, yeah. I just love it so much. Yeah, he's great chewing gum and fucking walking. Like I just, I love they, him.
1: Uh, act, like w- so cocky. Like thinks he knows way more than <laughs> yes, does, you know, yes. uh, still gets stooped. He, yeah. He, him and Michael Bowen's a great, uh, <laughs> yeah. works really well off him. And obviously there's Pam Greer in that movie too. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Ray Nicolette's a great character. Uh, Michael Keaton is, is fantastic. Michael Keaton. Uh, I'm glad he, he's in that new, I haven't seen it yet. So if you were um, yelling at us about uh trial of Chicago seven, I have not seen it yet. I haven't seen it. Uh, obviously I, we mentioned uh, I'm going to be doing the Oscar show for, um for uh the patreon um in april uh, so obviously we'll be seeing that pretty soon i be seeing it this week um but so it is not on the list for that reason so if we got that one out
0: that's why yeah um but there's like 70 movies here that he's credited on and they're just they're not like a lot of them are not good
1: yeah he's done some bad ones, um, he's done maybe, some bad a, ones.
0: maybe a third are good yeah He's done some weak ones that's yeah it's rough it's hard to mean
1: he's is, at, uh, is he yeah. gonna get in the hall of fame i uh, know no, he's yeah. never been in, He's never been nominated for an Oscar. No, he's been nominated for a man. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it's not enough. No, He's not, he's not that enough. That
0: sucks enough. because I like him so much. It sucks.
1: Yeah, I guess. It's not who he is, though. I don't know. I don't see him as that, I guess. What do you see him as? I don't, like, Tom Hanks, I guess. Like, right, as so we we'll go back to Tom Hanks thing, like, Tom Hanks is, like, a Hall of Fame, like, leading actor. Like, he's a movie star. Yeah. I see Michael Keaton as a, like, a incredibly great character actor that, also, as a chop to be leading man once in a while, I don't seem as like so a Gary Oldman. Yeah, uh, funnier, lighter. Yeah, lighter. Yeah, like American Gary Oldman. Yeah, that's a, it's a much fairer comp than Tom Hanks. Like, I don't mean to like comp as in like looks or roles they can play, but I mean just like breadth of career. Sure. Yeah, Gary Oldman's a, yeah, uh, Gary Oldman's a better actor, but Michael Keaton's had more success. So, right, but that, that's a fair comp, right? Yeah. he's more on the Gary Oldman side of things than the Tom Hanks they, side of things. Yes, oh, yeah, I, 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 have no, I have no problem with that comp. All right. I yeah. guess I
0: say with uh, the. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, well, isn't dreams are made of the Who am I to disagree? I travel the world and the seven seas. Everybody is looking for something. Some of them
1: want to use.
0: You're in Mixed Sweet Dreams you Your mix is Annie Lennox and Dave Stewart. Dave Stewart, the picture for the A's. The Picture for the A's. Crazy that he would great transition here. I know what a, what a life he's he had. Right? Sure, yes. a book. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I like the song. It's a good song. I don't. It's think, a great song. Yeah, I don't think they're this band. It's really weird. Did you listen to the rest of the album? I oh, listened yeah. to a few of the albums.
1: I don't. Oh, when, well, I like them. I, I mean, I I, I I like them. I don't like them.
0: So there are some of their songs that I love. Yes. Like here comes the rain again is and an awesome song or, um, or, uh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, and would
1: I lie to you is an awesome and, song. And, um, the I saved the world today, which they use in Sopranos. I don't know. That. Incredibly good song. I'm not sure if I remember. Yeah, I either love either of your songs or I don't really care for them, but I don't know. If I hate anything they do. No, but I, but I don't think they're this band like this is, no, it's a very unusual song for them. Yeah. Um,
0: listen to this one. Uh, this is the house. What is it? Tell me what this reminds you of. Um,
1: Talking Heads, exactly. Right. Yeah, she does a cover of Talking Heads. Um, uh, off, uh, you know, by herself. Take Me to the River. Does she? Yeah, I think you're right. Really good cover. Yeah, of course. Because she said Right. Well, that's that's right there. Well, I mean, you figure, you know, roughly around the same time. They're kind of an alternative type sounding band. I guess it's not that crazy that they would have those kind of sounds. There's that. There's
0: uh. And then, and then, almost like then, this one gives me a little bit different vibe. You tell me what you think. Yeah, this this was their other hit off the album, right? But that's not quite Talking Heads. It's a little Talking Heads, but that reminds me of Blondie.
1: Yeah, yeah. So,
0: so it's like this blonde. They're kind of this Blondie meets Talking Heads uh band, right? But their hits are not that. Their hits are like epic. Yeah. Like Sweet Dreams is epic. Here Comes the Rain Again is Walking epic. Walking Broken Glass, her solo stuff is really good too. Yeah. I, re- I do really like the song. That's a great Even song. Even No More I Love. Why? Like those songs are, she's, she's yeah. great. I really like Annie Lennox. She's got a great voice, sells it really well. I like their music, but I just think it's like that the band that we perceive from Top 40 Radio is not the band that they actually are. No.
1: Um, it's interesting. They haven't had as many hits as I thought they would have had. No,
0: they didn't either. Right. But, it's but, like
1: one per album. One or two per album. Yeah. But yet she is the most successful singer, I think financially, uh, woman, I'm sorry, female singer in, in UK history.
0: Yes, that's exactly right. Her, uh, she sold her and, and, and with the Rhythmics, right. 80 million, 80 million albums. like, it's a shit ton. She had like, know, maybe like 10 hits. I think that's about right. Hits, like, yeah. They
1: had, so they had, like uh, major hits, you know, we're you know, not, yeah, yeah.
0: So I can right. So maybe even that Talking Heads cover could be considered one because I remember that getting radio play. I don't know if I call it a hit
1: though, man. That was like alternative play. There was there
0: dumb. was "Why No More I Love No More I Love You" yes. and uh, uh, "Broken Street. Glass." Yes. Those three right. uh, in the early '90s, and then maybe six or seven. Yeah.
1: with the Eurythmics
0: yeah. out of, and they did eight albums in eight years—a shit ton of content. They,
1: so they did two albums this year. This How year? fucked up is that yes um there were two so this album comes out in january the one we're talking about now um, oh in 83 yes exactly right
0: yeah yeah. and then
1: they do the uh the one where it's she's
0: flexing 84 um, is when that comes out the no, second it's 83 is Both, it really yeah i thought it was january 84 um I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, you could be right yeah i'm I, i'm sure what the other one's called let me, let me look it up here it's gonna drive me crazy yeah sure um Yes, yeah, so they have two because this this album we're talking about now came out the very first week of January. It did, yes, uh, and it was a slow
0: burn. It took a long time to catch on because they released three singles before they they released "Sweet Dreams." In the
1: UK, nothing here, nothing here, and then "Sweet Dreams" hits, and then it, it comes over here, which right. is
0: funny because the record companies didn't want "Sweet Dreams" to be the stupid record companies didn't want didn't want them to release really it as a single because they're like, "There's no chorus," which, which they're right. But it's awesome. So, is there no chorus? Because that uh, confuses me. Because we'll we'll kinda... listen to it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've got some thoughts on that too. But it's, it is a weird, it is weird. It's a weirdly constructed song. And it's cool. Touch. Yeah. Yeah. She's like the mask, right? Right. Like right, flexing. right yeah.
1: um, so, she, imagine having two albums the same year, two major albums the same year. It's crazy. As wild.
0: Eight albums in eight years. And then they were in a band before, they were in the Taurus before with a right. few other musicians. So, they, I mean, they're recording a lot of lot of
1: material. They of were. Stuff. Uh but you know, her and the Dave Stewart, um you know, obviously he had a he had his career with the A's, so they had to they had to break apart. <laughs> but, to break um, apart. No, would- but like you know, they she then went off and did her solo stuff for quite a while, though they weren't uh, they weren't they were banned for say a decade to so the eighties, yeah. And if nineties on, she's doing her own thing.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Well, uh, they were in a relationship. They broke up, but you know they liked working together, so they continued through. You know, they worked together for another eight or ten years or something after they broke up.
1: She seems really smart. I think so. Like yeah. she's never really been in trouble. No, um, she's ha- you have you don't really hear anything negative about her. She kind of like she's odd enough where she kind of keeps to. She's not like inundated with. It's not like a Britney Spears phenomenon or, or even like a Madonna phenomenon where she, they, they, those people seem like addicted to the limelight where she almost like, is like, oh, I'm, I'm all set. Uh, and she was
0: everywhere too. Cause after that video came out for sweet dreams, oh yeah. it's like, she was just and everywhere. She, she looks that so unusual. Hair. She that, does
1: like, but, but like that seems to be enough for her, it's like that unusual look. Yeah. And then she can just kind of go off and do her own thing. And it's amazing to have, be that successful and have really no negative. There's nothing negative about her. no, like critics like her music. Yep. Fans like her music. Yep. Doesn't get in trouble. You don't hear about getting her getting in fights with people. Never get in trouble. Never doesn't seem to have any major no. like major issues. Never had any real big financial issues. And on top of it, her music has is so unusual enough, the big hits at least, where they've they've lasted forever. Like these Oh yeah. Like they use that like would I lie to you off of liar liar, obviously. Yeah. But think about it, that came out. 90s, like Liar Liar was like 15 years later.
0: Yeah. What was it? 96, 97? Yeah, something like that, yeah. that right? Right, yeah. So
1: like, the, but the song, if you remember when they played it, like, if you never heard that song before, you would think it was made in ninety six Like, her, their music is, their hits can are almost transcend. like timeless. Yep. And it, this song is
0: too. It you really You drop is. this
1: song because it's so unusual. It is. You can put this song anywhere and you're like, oh, it's from now. The only
0: thing that gives it away for me is just the way it's mixed. Like the techniques and, uh, yes. that they had at the time were just not as good. So you, you don't get as a rich, like a, of sound. You don't get the full spectrum like you would now.
1: And um, you do hear like a little like synthy yeah, type. Yeah,
0: you do. That, oh, but I don't mind the synthy shit at all. either. We both like it. Yeah. But
1: I will say this about this song. No better open to a song. It's a very good boom, open. Boom, 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 boom. And it... Yeah. it, it you are immediately there. Yeah, you're there. Uh, and it is, uh, the way the video opens, they do a great job with that, or I think she just like snaps her hands and it goes this weird. Yeah, she, I think she smacks the table smacks or something. Table. Yep. But like that boom like, right off the bat is, yeah. like, is the, like the best, in my opinion, like the best like, way to start a song. Because I'm instantly there. Listen
0: to what they had to record this thing. They had an eight track um, tape recorder. They had a drum machine, two synthesizers, a mixer like this, um, a reverb unit, so to get room sound, a delay unit, so that's echo, and one microphone. That's what they fucking recorded this thing with, like wow. nothing. Yeah, no guitars, no amps, no drums, no wow. nothing. Yeah. and fucking one mic. It's crazy. On an eight-track, eight-track uh, recorder, it like, sounds great. It sounds great. There, so very early um, usage of uh, a drum machine. This is nineteen eighty-three. So like these are, you know, they're fucking little computers. In fact. They had one, um, there were only 30, what's this thing called? I grabbed it. Um, the drum is a, uh, it's a movement systems, drum computer, and there were only 30 made. Uh, and I think it was made somewhere around where they were living or something. That's why they were able to get, uh, to get it. They had to take a bank loan out to to buy this equipment, Oh, $5,000 bank loan. And $2,000 of it went to this drum machines. So if wow. you know, That was probably $10,000 fucking piece of equipment in, in today's dollars or, yeah. or $7,000 or something. Sure. Um, but you actually, you see him use it in the video. He's sitting, it looks like he's behind like an old DOS computer and he's mm. like typing away on something. That's the fucking drum machine. Oh, right. yeah. It's crazy. Um, but the, but it's just, yeah. So, so you've got this like drum machine and then this sequenced looping, Fucking um, synthesizer with that kind of stringy. It they call it a bass. It's definitely. It's not just bass though. It's it's definitely going up and down. There's no bass in this. It's just that synth line that kind of like wahs in and out. And uh, and and that's it. And then Annie Lennox apparently she fucking heard Dave Stewart do that and she was like she got all excited and then just grabbed another synthesizer and was playing on playing sort of the string lines and stuff on top of it. But that that's it. It's super sparse. Um, that arpeggiating is really interesting. Um, first of all, like, actually, back to the drums. There's no, it's just this kick drum four on the four. It's a dance beat. Like, listen to this again. No snare. No, normally you'd hear a snare, like, snap. Just the kick. And that, wah, wah, wah. That's it. So sparse, right? And then in the, this, like, pre-chorus area, you do get a hand clap. Yep. That's the only other time. There's no cymbals. Like, no.
1: That's not happening. Right? They they use her as almost like an instrument. They do. The uh, uh, you know, when she's like, um. Yeah. And it becomes more pronounced as the song goes on. Yeah. Uh, She layers her vocals
0: um, with this, like, parallel um, harmony, which is really nice. like a third up or something. And so it just follows... The melodic line, but then right, she's doing all these other stuff, all these other vocal lines where she's bouncing off, just saying "Oz" and or singing "Oz" and stuff. Yeah. It's really cool. I would think. So we talked about whether there's a chorus or not. So that to me, that is, I would say this was a pre-chorus. Even though it's different, it's different than the verse, but it's not a chorus. It's sort of a pre-chorus. I guess this is the chorus. No, that's fucking cherries of fire. How about we go to the chorus? <laughs> <laughs> right now, we get the
1: the hat. Is that the chorus? I think if you ask most people the chorus of this song, they would be like, "Oh, it's, it's the sweet dreams are made of it." Like, yeah, because that's the hook. I love that fucking. That's really that good. Line. That's it's great. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, sweet. So then, this is a great song. It is a great
0: song. So then, so what is it? Yeah, but then, so the. I, I guess, guess the verse is the chorus. I guess it's
1: not though.
0: No, it's just that the verses. There's a lot of hooks. Like every single part of it is kind of a hook where, where it's catchy enough. Um, but I would say that the verse is the most iconic part of it.
1: I really like, like the lyrics in this because it's about like what it, 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 sweet dreams is basically about like any kind of ambition and uh, kind of you know, it's like basically the premise is like you know either you're using someone or someone's using you to kind of get your way. Yeah. Uh, which is a very cynical way to look at things. I guess she's against the song isn't cynical. I think it is. And um, oh, it's it's cynical.
0: I mean, and, this is after their breakup. They'd lost their band, the tourist Um, she wasn't successful recording a number of songs, like in in a number of bands. She was really depressed. She was fucking. She was having breakdowns when they were uh working yeah. on this fucking album. Right. So yeah,
1: absolutely. And uh, and just like the. the Anytime, I think ambition. The older I get, to the more I see how toxic ambition can be. I mean, obviously, it's, it's a needed thing for a lot of people, but uh, it can also not be super great. And um, yeah, I think I think th- I like how it's kind of dumbing their nose a little like that, and yeah. also like putting a magnifying glass on it too. Like, hey, see what see what you're doing here. And then yeah, because it's, it's a dark song. It's, it's a really dark, dark song. It's a yeah. haunting song.
0: Yeah, it's very haunting. Yeah. Oh, let me. Um. So I told you, there's no bass but they like emphasize beat one where they make this like bounce happen with the, with a different kick drum on it. Listen to the beginning again. Give it to me, bitch. There's a bound. Yep. Bam. Right. So it just kind of anchors you at that little home there, but there's no, there's no base really through this. So it's really, you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of Prince. It's a very similar, I know it's a different style, but you have like sparse, perfect instrumentation. Prince sometimes doesn't have bass, like Little Corvette, Little Red Corvette. There's no fucking bass in this amazing song, um, and just like haunting vocals, like really great vocal performance. It's, it's very Prince-like to me. It Doesn't remind you Prince at all.
1: Uh, it, it makes me think of um, <laughs> your rhythms. I mean, it, like, but, but you're right, though. There, but it's not really the rhythms. No, it's, it's not. not. But but yet, it's almost. It, it's such an unusual song. Maybe that's part of maybe part of it too. Is like when I think, "Eurythmics," I think this song, but that's not really what yeah. Eurythmics are. But maybe it's because this song is just so unusual. This song but is really odd. It is odd, but I think the others. So I I do
0: equate "What I Lie to You" and um, and here comes a rain, especially especially here comes a rain again. I I see a lot of similarities with those two because they're so orchestrated and big and synthy. Um, there are a lot more similar. All the hits are very more similar to this than other songs they're not they're not similar at all the, the all those are the, the hits are
1: epic yeah yeah um good great song uh i don't i don't know if it'll crack it's so hard to top five like i was thinking about that today i'm like i don't know if i start i don't know like top five from songs are hard for me because something like this it's hard for me to even gauge it because i've just heard it so, so many ever. times like a movie yeah i may have seen a movie i love a few times but i i mean these songs i mean i've just heard yeah you know your entire life i mean how, how have we not heard this song a thousand times? Probably have. So I was like, at some point, like I, you almost kind of like cease to enjoy it. Now, obviously when doing this show, you're like, oh, wow, I give it a real deep listen. It's kind of fun to go back and do that. But yeah, it's, but it's hard for me to like compare it to something I may have just like, okay. So like the Phil Collins stuff, some of the stuff that we've kind of turned over doing this show. Sure. I'm like, oh wow. I haven't really heard this song in a long time or I maybe mean, I didn't even really listen to it that much when it came out. Yep. It's kind of honestly my first, maybe it's like some something, album I haven't heard in forever. Oh, i'm really enjoying that yep i go i actually put those on like on my playlist now but like i'm not gonna put this in my playlist just, but yeah sure? this song's better than the. you know what i'm saying
0: yeah i totally get that i don't think i listened to so what did we do um um lose my number that song uh that, that phil collins song yeah and you don't lose my number, number. uh the reason that's why, like in my playlist now yeah because it is a great song but i didn't really hear i did hear it on the radio but it, i wasn't it wasn't like it was overplayed same here i didn't Genesis didn't get overplayed. Phil Collins didn't get overplayed until invisible touch until that album. And then I like, cause I had that, you know, myself. It's not like my mom had that and everybody was listening to it. Kids were listening to that, right. not just adults. Whereas I think prior to that, it was mostly adults listening to it. So it didn't, it didn't oversaturate, but this song did, even though this is earlier than lose my number,
1: this, but this song was just, it's just everywhere, every right. Man. And this forever is a much bigger hit.
0: It, this definitely, this this lasts longer. It's easy. You're, you're totally right. It's contemporary. It doesn't sound like, no. it's, like it's from
1: 83 this is the thing too. I think it, people use it so often because it, it, it's never really out of style. No, it in works. Way. It works. Um, it's really, it's like, I said, it's a much better song. And I really enjoy this for song. This is a, yeah. this is a much better song, but I'm not going to listen to this again. Like, I'm not going like, no. to like go this weekend. Just Cause no. like, I've just heard, it. but like that I've saved the world today. Like that's a really good song. It's a song I never really heard until Sopranos. And, um, so that's like in my Sopranos playlist, and I, yeah. I listen to that quite a bit.
0: So um I hate that fucking intro theme to Sopranos. That's a great song. That's such a piece of shit song. It's you're, so you're, you're, you're bad. Your Sopranos is strange. Um, I like the Sopranos, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, you like it.
1: It's the greatest work of art it's ever been Yeah, done. whatever. But that, that <laughs> beginning,
0: fine. that opening, I can't get through that right. fast
1: enough. It's so that's, bad. That's fine. That fine. song sucks. Okay. Come on. You know it sucks. I, I don't. Know. I really enjoy song. You, it. No, it no, I no. Actually, but it's, it's not relevant, like. David Chase's use of music throughout the series, regardless of the theme song, is is just it's amazing. Some of these cuts he has, and some oh, of the way yeah. he uses music is, uh yes. it's, it's just fantastic. So I have a whole playlist of all like I don't know, it must be like fifty Soprano songs. So yes, it's one of them. The theme, yes, but there's 49 other songs that. I pulled from Sopranos that I really, I really love, but I, I'm not gonna rest until I get you to take that intro off your fucking playlist, though. Uh, okay, I, mean, not, I, I I also love this song now though for like reasons beyond the song. That's you know? what, yeah, I mean, right. You have to. I, I, I also heard them do it live at SopranosCon. Like I have like, you know, relationship with that song because you used to for Sunday nights. That's the thing. So you didn't, you, didn't, you know you were on Planet Corano, but rest of us here on Earth, we were watching every Sunday night. When you hear the, the... It's okay to like a bad song, Chris. So HBO. Okay to. And then that theme song comes on, though, like your pulse race is because you're going to watch an hour of amazing television. you have been yeah. looking forward to you so long. So it's almost like it's, it's not even the song itself. It's more like... No, it transcends it that. Yeah,
0: I get it. Yeah. I get it. Um, but this... This is beyond 83. And it's really, it was really cutting edge for the time, too. Like this is... We've talked about it before. In the early 80s, you've got... It's a very, you know, very early synthesis. You know, very early in
1: drum machine land. But Andy and Lennox, the sound has always been cool. Like no one's ever once said, "Oh, Annie Lennox is lame." No, why would that? I mean, she's got a. She has but a. She's been around for a long. You know, what I mean? anyone who has a career that actually, long. Actually, that's a good point. Yeah. She, oh, she got really cheesy. She did. She never really did. No, she, she never didn't. really sold out. You, you heard these songs on trailers, and you heard like you know, "Sweet Dreams" you hear everywhere. Yeah. So she has obviously so, which I no problem. I'm not blaming. I'm not, but no one ever called her a song. Like she has somehow avoided. She I mean, did. She's so brilliant. Yeah. She somehow has avoided all. All c- real true criticism.
0: Maybe that's the same kind of Which parallel with, with uh, talking heads too. I mean they have two, right. Very sort of like very artistic, but still pop enough. And still I can't pop. wait till we get to talking heads. Me I, really yeah. do. I like talking yeah. heads more than yeah. Really nice. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're and it's not a knock in the No, no. And um yeah, they had a great partnership, the great duo. I mean, that's so awesome too. It was just the two of them making this music. And then, you know, when they needed to go on tour and get pe- actually in the beginning, it was them and their equipment playing shows. That's it. The two of them in equipment. Um, then later on when they had enough money, they hired, you know, band people. So they didn't fucking have to fucking lug it around.
1: But like but that's badass. The two of them can make that. I remember a game in nineteen eighty eight, Terry Steinbach <laughs> couldn't play. He had a, like uh, shin splints. Yeah. Andy Lennox was the catcher that night. No way. Crazy. I mean, that, that I mean is crazy. she, she it. does it all. She it all. I mean, it's a really it's a really good part of the game. Yeah, yeah, game, yeah. What, just, <laughs> so. of four runs? It wasn't bad. I mean, yeah, that's pretty good. Just, just walk in gotta just keep him in the game. <laughs> Incredible. Right. right. Those two had a really good. They were really good teammates. Uh no, but uh, this is a very a very a great song. I, I have no yeah. problem saying this is a great yeah, song. Yeah, it's a great song. Um top five, I don't I don't know. It's songs i have kind of like i don't i mean i can certainly say if something's terrible but like when you compare great songs to great songs it's almost like what i heard at least that's not really a fair way to do it
0: the thing is like take on me you've probably heard as much but it's but it's a better song take that, on stays, me, that stays in I, the, I agree with you it's a little different you're right i think no yeah. that's a
1: good example take on me i've heard maybe more. because it's a
0: little lighter like it's a funner song so do, That song me. i could hear forever I yeah, could could hear too. It. yeah i don't know
1: what it is that song no, is a great song there's something about that song you're right yeah that's something i could never um never let it be like, there's a few songs I could just hear forever, and I'm like, oh, I'm never tired of this. Yep. I've heard it. I could hear it 10 million more times. Yep. I'm still not tired of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good example. This isn't quite in that echelon, but it's maybe the next to your town. No. Pretty good.
0: I, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's very good.
1: And, I mean, I
0: give them a lot of respect for, I love it when people can create simple, sparse music that's, that's just fucking awesome.
1: Like, it, that's, it's hard to do. I like when people have cool careers that don't, I don't know, that never i don't know i think they just did everything right i know that not all their songs hit not all their albums hit but i just feel like any Linux, especially and, and obviously you know the rhythmics too but like they, everything they did it was like oh that's kind of how i would i hope i would have done it i hope i would have reacted that way to fame i hope i would have stuck to my art and still had done compelling music for 20 years like, yeah they never really viewed out of their lane they never tried to do too much they never like were and honestly, it honestly goes back to it, it a bit like terry gar like i know it's yeah. i'm not comparing it to but like terry gar hosted snl three times she was a big star in the 80s she wow. was like you know in the late you know late 70s she's doing young frankenstein and she always was like came showed up did a great job her stuff is um like watch tootsie or watch like young frankenstein or some of the stuff she's done it holds up yeah like you know, and, ha- and seems to have like a really good like i don't know grip on fame or whatever that is and then Annie i obviously had a more successful career was, you know people remember annie lennox more than they remember terry gar sure. but but same kind of thing with her it was like it just seemed like some people can just like figure it out. Yeah, and other people used to obviously. We've yeah, so of many the like, show. In the last show, right? I mean, I mean same thing. Yeah, you. you can, a little different, like Michael Jackson, because you're so famous. I guess, but, like Whatever yeah. that next tier down, though. I mean, we've seen it with you know much lesser people than than um, sorry, Terry Garr or uh, any Lennox or any Lennox. Yeah. But um, you know, I mean, look at some people. They, they have one like hit song, and they go they go berserk. Gone. I mean, yeah, right.
0: yeah. Yeah, she seemed to handle it really well, and so did they. And he was a res- he's a respected producer, um, you know, yeah. he had his own solo career. I listened to some of his music, not My Cup of Tea, did get some play in some movies. I think uh, Flatliners had uh, one of his songs in there. Um, but uh but a respected producer and I mean, it also speaks to like the maturity of people who were once romantically involved but weren't any aren't any longer but could still make music together. I mean, that's that seems like a really difficult situation, no, but they, they were able to work it out, and yeah. they even like as you said, they did an album. Uh, oh no, they did an album. I think in like they did an album kind of recently. They they got back together to do some other concerts. Oh, like yeah. yeah,
1: so I mean yeah, but that's well, they're, yeah they're old now, but yeah but, yeah, um, but that's pretty awesome. Uh, do you like the Marilyn Manson version? I Hate it. I
0: fucking and I'm I've never been a Marilyn Manson fan. I actually like the Marilyn Manson. Version. Don't like it. I right. don't I don't like it. You know, nearly as much as this, obviously. But uh, I think he is not talented at all. Like I don't think he can't sing. I don't think his music is any good. I don't think his writing's good. I don't. I, I nothing about him I like. He I never like, liked I him. I
1: liked him. I liked him a lot more in the late nineties. It, yeah. it was. Um. I. I never was a huge fan. But I had like I had one of his CDs. Um. I like some of his stuff. Uh, I like that song. I um, mean, He's. I mean. I. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't listened to Marilyn Manson in over ten years. By choice, you know, I mean, right. I listened to it for this show, but I haven't listened to it just because I haven't heard it in so long. Um, Part of I, it is
0: I'm not a huge. I was never a huge industrial fan. Even Nine Inch Nails see, didn't I really, really didn't really speak oh, to me. Oh, they're
1: great. I like.
0: Um, there's heavy music that I like, but normally it's more melodic. Um, so like Seven Dust and Coheed and Cambria and that type of oh, stuff. Yeah, I don't like, like that. Yeah, I love Coheed and Cambria. Yeah, I feel awesome. like that's like
1: shortcuts, like not shortcuts, but like mm. like softer cuts rather. No, Coheating and Cambria is not soft compared to like Nine Inch Nails. Well, it's just if industrial. We're gonna, it's I'm going to little... go down that road. Like 1990s, I think goes full. Yeah,
0: high. that's that style is not my, yeah. not really my cup of tea. I do like heavy music, just not, not really that.
1: I yeah, I guess me. it means like a hard I know like, I I guess I, and that hard rock sound is like uh, to me, uh, where like I guess the industrial doesn't sound as hard rocky, but I. I Nationals is way more talented than oh man
0: yeah and no, and i really respect that and they are and um as i've matured i've actually liked their material a bit more but uh um yeah i have a lot of respect for uh, trent reznor and nine Nails.
1: um but yeah Marilyn manson but man is done now like he's fucking cooked oh, like his career is goodbye over yeah he's done oh, yeah
0: he's he, he, he seems did. like he's got some serious fucking demons serious
1: you're going to like where Dwayne. reznor does not so far, no. I mean, every prisoner he's got Academy on nominations. He's doing okay. <laughs> right. No, uh, Mar- 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 Manson, uh, the Evan Rachel Wood stuff. You have about that? Like his uh, ex-wife has accused him of some pretty heinous stuff, and and then other people kind of come out of the woodwork too, saying that he's doing uh, uh oddly and even like cruel, like just like weird, manipulative, yeah. stuff to other not even like women, but guy go- like strange, strange behavior. Yeah. Um. I'm obviously, obviously, guy. obviously. I mean, no surprise he was a weird guy. Like, what a shock! But, but the cruelty, I think, to even when he's like unmasked was a little bit uh, yeah. disturbing. But yeah, so I, even now so when you're here, I'm like, ah, I'm yeah, like kind yeah. of I'll go with this guy. Yeah. But uh, I did go back and listen to it. But I'm like, ah. I did like it when I was in my late teens. Never liked uh, it. early twenties, but I uh, think
0: because I liked this this version so much, I was like, you can't do this better. And then, you know, I yeah.
1: was just like, you know couldn't do it.
0: Dave Stewart liked it.
1: Yep. He did. Yep. Yeah, he said he said he liked it. Um you know I I, I I that's I mean it's cool that they weren't listening to like a modern thing. Like you know they could have even been like, oh, but they seem cool enough to like at least try out so they would like they wouldn't be offended by it
0: oh no i mean if someone co- if i were a famous musician someone covered my song right. i'd be like if i'd be flattered I'd be yeah. like, wow thanks for doing and it. i think that's yeah
1: amazing. yeah of course even if it was kind of a, a more like darker musician i think you know but then it's a totally different take you're not right. just stealing someone's like. Of that's what I that is a cool it. thing it's like a scary because t- it is kind of a haunting song so he took some i think manson took some yeah. of those components and made it a, an interesting cover i right right it doesn't just like on biscuit same thing with me like this music doesn't hold up as you become an adult but when you're that age, it is kind of fun to listen to, uh, or at least it was, or I mean, maybe you know, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I wasn't listening to really that at the time. I think that's that's what it was. I was I was listening to lighter music then. wasn't as wasn't as dark music for me. I think, yeah, not then. But then later on, um, now you But dark. never, no, no I'm done. It's crazy.
1: That Matt's doing this whole show in full goth. Get up.
0: Yeah, I do wear black <laughs> lipstick when we, when we record. It's, it's not around. for anybody. It's hey, just that, for you. That's I getting guess. Getting
1: hard. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's dangerous. Karana here. Yep. I uh, know. Great song. Yeah, great song. Uh, I think that's it for yeah, your lyrics for so me. So we're going to 1997 uh, next week. We have a big week here, especially if you're a patron here. So um, obviously, Wednesday the free show is Jerry Maguire. Saturday, People vs. Larry Flint. Yes. Um, Miro's Foreman. So I think is our first foreman film. Um, yeah. Uh, and then we uh, have also. I mean, that's on Sunday. Excuse me. Saturday, uh,
0: Saturday night is the watch along.
1: Wednesday, uh, there's no Wednesday. Wednesday well, doesn't we exist anymore. Here? I'm stuck in uh, old Quantum. <laughs> You're mode. stuck in a yes. Saturday, excuse me, is Jerry Maguire. Yep. Saturday night is our movie rewatch. Right. you had uh, a
0: lot of Quantum Week that day. If you want,
1: Beverly Hills Ninja. Yes. Um, which is going to be eight o'clock. We'll send a link to all to all you folks. And then Sunday, excuse me, is pe- is uh, People Versus iPhones. Yeah, yeah, it's a big weekend. I guess a lot, it is of, a big lot weekend. of content. A lot that of weekend.
0: content. Yes. I'm looking forward to it because I, I like the watch. I liked doing the watch along last time, even though you were a dick. Uh, oh, I'm probably was, gonna be mean again. Well, fine. And now I'm now now I'll be ready for it. Good.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, Whoa. oh. <laughs> yeah. well. The nice thing is, so the more the more people we get, they seem to like you more. The, each fan we get seems. To, yeah, yeah. We're on a good
0: streak with that right now. I mean, not always. Sometimes it goes the other way, but yeah. uh, recently it's been. Yeah, it's been people like Matt. It's nice. Hmm. Yeah, strikes okay. my ego a little bit.
1: Okay,
0: <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's always the, the last watch along was fun. So hopefully this will be fun too. All
1: I'll right, say. so we'll see you guys in. Uh, in a week? Saturday.
0: Yep. Saturday. I'm <laughs> all
1: fucked up. <laughs> These guys what are, are you like, doing? Well, well I, I, I'm all confused. I mean, this is usually where you get all fucked up. Uh, yeah, but my brain's working better now. I, for some reason, I think really? I'm, I'm like rested.
0: I'm less stressed. So I can, I can picture the shit in my head now.
1: I'm still, I still have my brain wrapped around doing Wednesday shows. So uh, I'm still kind of like yep. shifting out of that a little bit. Yep. Um, but yes, we are. We're back eventually to do Jerry Maguire. We'll see. You it'll happen next it'll, Saturday. It'll be on your feet eventually. All right. See ya.